Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, a very important emergency episode with Ryan Blazer from Test My Home. Wait until you hear this. Particulates are particles in the air, small particles that we can't see. Uh, it's typically what makes up dust. So if you have dust that accumulates in your house, you more likely have a high particulate load because that's where it comes from. Now, when we analyze what's in dust, uh, we find some scary things. It's primarily made up of dead skin cells, insect parts, insect feces, uh, mold spores, bacteria, uh, broken down foams and fibers, pesticides, a whole range of different things that we don't really want to breathe in. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Today's episode was an emergency recording, and you're going to hear why when we share the story with Ryan Blazer who is the founder of Test My Home. Ryan Blazer is going to share his backstory about getting sick from his environment, what he did to overcome his health, and why he's committed to testing the homes of where you live and the world lives to find, identify these environments that are making us sick. And unfortunately, I'm going to share my story today because he uncovered something that was alarming the fact that I am living in a moldy, toxic home. I'm going to share the whole story on the episode, so I don't want to give too much away. But he has uncovered so much about what the environment has been doing to my health and my fiance's health and to our pet's health, so much so that I actually made the decision to move from the townhouse we just moved to with the beautiful studio we built out because I don't want to be, be in an environment that is making me sick, my fiance sick, and our pet sick. And it's not just our indoor environment. He uncovered something else, which is crazy. The outdoor environment is producing high amounts of a toxic gas called hydrogen sulfide. I don't want to give too much away because he's going to share how he discovered that. But we made the decision because we didn't talk about this on the episode. At that point, we had not made the decision. But after the episode was recorded, we did make the decision to move and we're actually moving next week to a house, getting it fogged by pure maintenance and making sure that has no mold and the outdoor environment is much, much better. He's going to share with you the dangers of mold, how what to look for in your home. Did you know that if you had water damage in your home and it was not taken care of properly within 48 hours, there is mold that will grow and spread. And I got to tell you, mold is evil. It wrecked my health back in 2018. I had to remove myself from that situation. I was very chemical sensitive at that point because of the mold. Mold is a neurotoxin, a biotoxin. It accumulates in the body, in the brain, in the optic nerve, and it's just downright evil. And I asked him the question, what percentage of homes have mold? And he said, 100%. But it's really how sensitive you are to the mold, how much has grown, this is going to be an eye-opening conversation for you. Listen to it. Watch the YouTube video if you want to do that. We interviewed, I interviewed Ryan in my studio. It was an impromptu interview. I just, we had to hit record and that's what you're going to hear today. And then his website is Test My Home to learn more about his services and what he does. He's amazing. He has changed my life because now we understand that the environment we lived in since June of 2023 has been making us sick. And it is a difficult choice to make, to pack up things and move. It is not fun. We are going to go through this process in the next few days. But it's your health. It's my health we're talking about. 
and health is our greatest asset. So I hope this inspires you to dig a little deeper and maybe uncover the reasons why you don't feel that great, even though you're doing keto, fasting, carnivore, even though you're taking supplements. If your environment is toxic and you're breathing that in day in, day out, hours every single day, working from home like I do, that is the root cause to why you're not feeling the way you should. And I hope this interview and this episode is eye-opening for you. We'll put resources down below for the podcast notes for Ryan, et cetera. Before I bring them on, I want to acknowledge today's Apple podcast, which is a short and sweet one from J.C.R. Brown, who said, and adventurous as the title. I've been listening to the Keto Camp podcast for about four months now. I appreciate you returning and listening for four months. I hope you continue to listen and press play. We are super grateful for that. And I appreciate you leaving that rating and review. J.C.R. Brown, thank you so much. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast, a rating or a review as of yet, please do so on whatever platform you're listening from. It makes a huge, huge difference. All right, here's the emergency episode. Hold on to your seats. This is going to be alarming. Ryan Blazer is an accomplished founder and CEO of Test My Home, which is an environmental company dedicated to improving people's health and well-being. As a functional medicine doctor for your home, essentially, Ryan uses his expertise in building biology and healthy home consulting to identify and address toxic sources that could be impacting your health. Ryan has extensive background, educational background in electrical engineering, environmental toxicology, and electromagnetic radiation combined with years of experience in industries such as mold remediation, construction, and nuclear waste cleanup. He has given a deep understanding of the relationship between humans and their built environment. I recently had the pleasure of sharing the stage with Ryan at Dr. Pampa's conference, Live It to Lead It. And here is a life-changing episode. Ryan Blazer, <laughs> welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, my friend. Thanks for having me. So this is going to be a very interesting episode because I want to share the backstory real quick, right? Ryan, first of all, is a, a world leader in environmental toxins and testing your home. Your company is called Test My Home. And I met you through Dr. Pompa. All right. We met at uh, his conference. He uses you for a lot of his work. I've sent so many people to you. And this week, my fiance, Natasia, started to get a sinus infection and it wouldn't go away. She even did acupuncture. I have her take different supplements. And I know one of the symptoms to mold is a sinus infection. So that got me curious. But even prior to that, I just moved into this townhouse three months ago. And I just have not been feeling that great. Like, uh, you know, I do all these things that, for my health. And I should feel like incredible, but I, I can't say I feel incredible. There are like spurts of energy and then spurts of fatigue. And I noticed like there's a weird smell coming from my washing machine. The clothes smell a little funky and just the whole unit smells a little funky. So I'm like, there has to be something going on with my environment. There ha- has to be mold. So I sent you an email this morning. Hey, Ryan, you know, my fiance is dealing with this. I, I think I ha- may have mold. I'd love to, you know, potentially get you here and record a podcast. And you don't live here. You live in Idaho. Right. Right. And what did you reply back with? I said, well, I happen to be an hour from your house and I might have some time to stop by this afternoon. He happened to be an hour from my house. He was in West Palm Beach the same day I emailed him and you made it happen. You drove here today. This all happened today. Yeah. So Ryan gets here and he pulls out all his tools and gadgets. He had a big suitcase of different gadgets. And the first thing, maybe you could lead the way. What were the first things that we did? So first thing we want to do is find out a little history of the home. Let's talk about some of the leaks, some of the the flooding, some of the issues that you're aware of. And you went through the house and kind of showed me. And then kind of based off that, we go through the house looking for uh, areas that we typically see mold. And sure enough, we found mold. So we looked at the AC. We have two AC units. We found mold. We found like this nasty bacteria that you showed me from the condensation. Yes. Looked disgusting. Mold potentially behind my refrigerator, mold in the toilets. Uh, Something you had me do, Ryan, was open up the toilet seat, and we opened up the toilet seat of a guest bathroom I haven't even looked at. Mold around the ring of the toilet, behind the toilet, like visible mold. It was like, 
I get pissed off and then I'm like, okay, this is good. I know I have a problem here. So we're going to talk all about this today and why this is such a big issue. And we're actually going to talk about what I'm going to do, actually living through this with my fiance, you know, our pets are being affected by this. So I just wanted to plant that seed. We're going to come back to that and talk about what I'm going to do. But let's go back now to you, Ryan, because um, your backstory is getting really sick with environmental toxins. So share your story and how you ended up being this environmental expert in my eyes. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been fascinated about how the environment affects our body, the things around us that are outside of our skin, uh, but more so the indoor environment. I like to think of the house as our second skin. Mm. We have the environment of our cells. We have the environment of our organs and our body, but we also have the environment of our home. And in that home, we can have a whole range of different contaminants that are affecting us negatively. We can also have things that are affecting us positively. So the first part of my career during my 20s, I had a company, we were designing and building nightclubs in Scottsdale, Arizona. Interesting. And we were, we became known for really stimulating the body with, with lights and colors and sound and acoustics, videos, anything that we could do to stimulate the body to enhance your experience. We became pretty proficient at that. But I quickly learned there's a dark side to the environment. I was living in a house that I found out later had mold in it. Uh, it was making me very sick. At the same time, I was also restoring this old vehicle, an old Scout, and I was sanding, sanding it down to re redo it, and I wasn't wearing the proper mask, and I got lead poisoning. So that and then the stressful relationship at the time, kind of my perfect storm, yeah, made me very sick. So... I realized, you know, there's a there's a dark side to this environment as well. And these things can really negatively impact our health. And so kind of shifted my focus and my business into creating healthy homes for people, going into people's homes, finding out these problems, identifying them, helping them get rid of them, and then optimizing the home to for uh, make it as healthy as possible. When you say you got really sick, what were you dealing with? My symptoms, I couldn't keep food down. Uh, my body started to become sensitive to different foods. I was rejecting food. I just couldn't keep my food down. I was fatigued, uh, brain fog really bad. I ended up ultimately having to move out of the house and live with my mom. And she, I had two, two uh, daughters at the time, and she was helping me take care wow. of her. It was really bad. Oh, my gosh. So we all live in a house. We all live in an apartment. We all live inside. Uh, I want you to explain what, what are the, the problems? Why, why do we have this problem with homes making us sick? Like how are they building homes these days that are making us so sick? There's a couple of reasons. One is that we're using uh, building materials that are pretty toxic. Uh, a lot of the things inside of our home are synthetic. The chemicals that we're using, the lighting that we're using, uh, we're using a lot of technology now, so we're getting a lot of effect from EMF. But more so is that they're really enclosed, they're really airtight. So in the 90s, in an effort to become more energy efficient, people started building and designing homes to be really airtight, really energy efficient. The problem with that is that now these homes aren't breathing. So all of these issues that we have inside the home are compounding because they have nowhere to go. And so now we're just breathing in this toxic soup of chemicals and bacteria and mold and a whole range of issues. Jeez. And that's what I'm dealing with right now, isn't it? Uh, let's let's focus on on mold. And, you know, th and this podcast, by the way, is Im impromptu, right? It was like, we got to sit down and record a podcast about what you discovered at my townhouse here. And that's why we're doing this. As you can see, I'm not dressed like I usually am. I'm usually in nicer clothes, but we had to do this podcast. And we made it happen. Mold, something that is so insidious, so disgusting, uh, explain the problem with mold and what it does when it's inside of our body. So mold in a defense to claim its territory puts off what's called mycotoxins. And mycotoxins are a true poison. In fact, uh, some of the weapons of mass destruction, they, they use, they take um, some of the chemical off of the, the mycotoxin and they resynthesize it and make an actual poison out of it. Really? It can be, it's very, very dangerous. In fact, black mold, which a lot of people are familiar with, can actually kill people. And so it's very, very dangerous. And so if we have any of that in the home, we want to make sure that we get rid of that. Yeah, it's, it'll just, it's, it's like a poison to the mitochondria, a poison to mm -hmm. our cells. It's yeah. just not going to allow you to function properly. Well, I know there's not probably a study on this, but estimation, what percentage of homes in America have mold, hidden mold? So I would say 100% of homes have mold. 
Now, how many homes have a mold problem? That depends on the person. So some people that have uh, a good immune system, that they detox very well, they can tolerate a certain amount of mold. But when you start adding on poor diet, uh, lack of exercise, uh, stress, and other toxins in the home, it's just too much for the body and the body starts to push back. And that's when we start to see the symptoms come. 100% of houses have mold. 100%, yes. Jeez. And we were just talking about this. This is why it, it would explain like a family of four, let's say the wife is really sick and they suspect it's mold, but the other three are super healthy or not super healthy, but they just don't have as many symptoms at that moment. And they're thinking it can't be mold because they're totally fine. And that's because they have a different stress bucket and this person is being impacted. They have, probably have some other stressors going on. So with mold, what are the most common symptoms to pay attention to? There's two types of symptoms that we want to look at. One is going to be more of the allergic type response, and that's going to come from the mold parts and the mold spores themselves. And so with that, we're going to see like rashes. We're going to see stuffy nose. We're going to see watery eyes. We're going to see sinus infection. Yeah. We're going to see things that we would see more with like allergic type responses. But the mycotoxin end of it is going to be more the neurological effects. So that's going to be the brain fog, the headaches, you get sick off of it. You can have gastrointestinal problems. Uh, can't keep food down, but more so is that it's going to push the body into a response where it says it's too much. I'm, I'm overloaded, I'm toxic, and then your body's going to start breaking down at its weakest point. So it can be a whole range of different things. It just kind of depends on what's the weakest link in your body, and that's yeah. where it's going to start manifesting. Yeah, I also have seen like frequent urination being a thing. And we talked about this earlier, 2018, when I first met Dr. Pompa, he said, don't get offended, but you have mold eyes. And I'm like, what the hell are mold eyes? And he goes, like, it's those hollow eyes. And, and I discovered at that time I was living in a moldy home. And you know what? Fast forward to now, I kind of feel like I get those, I have the mold eyes back. Mm -hmm. What a nasty, insidious thing mold is. And what are the, the common ways that people go about mold that are wrong? That doesn't actually get to the cause of it and remove it the right way. What are the wrong ways to do it? I think the biggest thing I see is someone has a leak or a flood or let's say the, the water heater breaks and they, they dry it up. But what they don't do is they don't open up the walls. Mm. And the problem with that is that the walls will maintain that moisture content. And all it takes is about 48 hours for mold to start growing. And so if you had a, a situation in your home where a flood and, and you had water coming through and it was coming through the skylight or you seen it running down through the windows and the walls, and you just dried it up on the outside, but you didn't take care of the inside. The problem is now that moisture content in there can last for months, and that whole time it's gonna be growing mold and it's gonna be releasing the mycotoxins in the air. Now, let's say you do figure that out and you clean that area up where the mold is, but you don't address the biotoxins that have been released into the home this whole time. So just think about it like if, if you had someone smoking in your house. All right, well, let's get rid of the smoker, well, what about all the smoke that's in the rest of the house? So you got to do a really good thorough deep clean after you fix the mold problem because it's not actually the mold itself that's underneath the sink that's making you sick. It's the toxins coming off of the mold. Mm. That's what's actually making you sick. And that's unfortunately invisible. You can't really see it or sense it, but it can get in the clothing. It can get in our carpet. It can get in the bed. And then, so you might've fixed the mold problem, but you didn't take care of the, the biotoxins. Oh my gosh. And you said after a water leak, within if it's not taken care of properly the right way, after 48 hours, there's going to be mold growing is what you said. Yeah, that's when we can start seeing mold growth. And, and you can't see it all the time, right? So it's not something that's visible. In my case, it, it was visible. You actually showed me where it was, but that's not always the case, correct? Right. When we still had to look a little bit for it. We did. Know? Yeah. Yep. And, and your washing machine, for example, we peeled yeah, back that. Because you, you knew where to look. And that's exactly what you do. That's why I brought you here, right? That's what Ryan does. He knows exactly where to look. The washing machine was loaded with it. I, I yeah. told you, I'm not going to wash my clothes anymore. I'm going to get it outsourced. Like, it's all over my clothes. Our bed sheets, we're breathing it in. Like, I work from home. Like, I'm here all the time. Like, we're here right now breathing it in, right? You even got, what did you get from breathing that in? Uh, from, got a little itchy throat. Little, little itchy throat. Yeah. Like, like, it affected you, like, right then in that moment. Yeah. So, in my situation here, what what are my solutions? Like, yeah, I know you already told me, but, like, I we know I have a whole bunch of mold. It's grown different parts. Uh, and I want you to just coach me so the audience could get an idea of what the process is. Well, in your case, the first thing we need to do is open up some of these wall cavities where we have visible signs of water damage. And we need to figure out where the leak is coming from. So step one is we need to stop the source of the water. 
Because mold, just like us, it needs food source and it needs water. So the food source can be any organic material. And in your case, the paper on the back of the drywall, mold loves that. It's like cheesecake for mold. <laughs> so we have the food source, which is an organic substance, and then we have water. So we need to at least eliminate one of those. So eliminating water is usually the way to go. So we need to fix the source of the leak. Then we need to get rid of all the molding material, make sure all of that's gone. And then we need to do a really thorough deep clean on your house. My gosh. And it's tricky because I'm renting, right? I, I don't own. So when I texted Dr. Pompa and told him about the mold, he said, yeah, you got to move, right? You got to move. And that's a tough thing. And I, like, I'm open to it. My fiance is not as open to it. But, you know, I would do anything possible to be healthy. And I do so many things right. You know, I've, I've done heavy metals detox. I, I'm staying away from bad fats. I, I focus on sleep. I, I, I strength train. I drink clean water. And this is something that is impacting me, right? So can, I can't even imagine, Ryan, and you share, like people that don't do all the things that I do and how it's destroying their health, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the environmental, unfortunately, is one of the things that people look at last. And it's actually one of the biggest levers you can pull for your overall health. Oh, my gosh. Give me some more stats on mold. Just some more like stories. Like I know you've seen so many stories, but like let's stay on the mold topic. What are some things you've seen with mold, some crazy stories? I think one of the biggest impact one I had, I had a couple call me up and I could tell that they were not getting along. They were fighting when, and it was a Zoom call. Uh, they were across the country and they're sitting on both ends of it. And we did a full walk through their house on Zoom. We found that their crawl space was infested with mold. And so we got them to move out, do the full remediation, fix it. Uh, I got an email from about six months later and they said, hey, uh, we want to jump on a call and talk. And I could tell everything was completely different with them. They were sitting next together. They were happy. And they told me, like, you saved our marriage. Like, we were about wow. to get a divorce. We were, just couldn't get along with each other. And now, like, everything as far as the relationship was a lot better. And come to find out, they had bought the house out of a divorce. And when that person moved out of the house, um, they found out later that that person got back with their... They got back together? Got back together. Oh, that's cool. And it was that specific strain of mold that was just making them super irritable. And so just something simple as not getting along with your partner could, and maybe it's not your partner, maybe it's mold, you know? So it kind of opened my eyes like, wow, there's this problem is so much bigger than what we realize. It's not just about feeling well, it's about your mental health. Oh yeah. So your work is cutting the divorce rate in half essentially, or even more. No, it makes sense because it, it affects your cells. It affects your brain cells. It affects your emotions when you're not healthy, especially with something like mold that's very toxic. Mm -hmm. What if the person who's watching and listening is, is saying, it's okay. I have a couple of air purifying machines in my house. I'm, I'm safe and protected. What would you say about that? I would say that's a good bandaid, but it's again, like if you had someone in your house smoking a cigarette, yeah, we could put some air purifiers and it's going to reduce the load, but ultimately you want to get rid of the source. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. One option is, okay, we follow your instructions and get somebody to find the source. You said number one, right? Stop yep. the source. We think yep. that it might be coming from the rooftop, right? Mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, and then do the proper remediation. And then, you know, potentially you could continue living here. Or I could say, I just don't want to live here anymore. I just want to find a place that's clean because my situation is a little unique because you also had a different meter. What was that meter called? So that was a gas air quality meter. Yeah. Explain what you were doing with that because we discovered other things as well. Yeah. So after we kind of went through the whole mold thing, we pulled out air quality tools. And what we found out at your house, again, airtight. So the CO2 levels were really high. So we breathe out CO2 they were four or five times higher than what we want to see. Now, the solution of that typically is open up the windows and let's get some fresh air in. Well, you live here in Florida, so we have one problem with that high humidity. We don't want to bring in a whole bunch of extra moisture into the house, have it condensate and feed more mold. But you have another unique situation where you have hydrogen sulfide coming from the swamp outback uh, at pretty high levels. So now if you were to open up doors and windows to get fresh air in, you're going to be introducing hydrogen sulfide and a whole lot of uh, humidity. So I'm screwed. So you kind of have a tough situation. Yeah. My air quality <laughs> outside is bad. Inside is bad. You know, move. That's why Dr. Palmer said to move. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products 
are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part? This may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasia loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally, and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best-tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy-tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. The machine that you use tested different, it tested for VOCs too. And uh, we saw a high count and we were walking around with that machine and we discovered something. Yes. What did we discover? So, because you have a mosquito problem. Yes. Your fiance was spraying a lot of... Uh, was it the mosquito repels? Bug spray that bug I kept spray. telling her to stop using because it's toxic, but yeah. It had toxic chemicals in it, and that was registering pretty high on the meter. I sprayed the bug spray in the sink, and then I, I put your meter next to it because you were downstairs when I did this, and it went up over 8,000, bro. It, it, right. it, it skyrocketed, right? So that's going in the, in the tra- that's getting discarded. You also tested for, uh, so VOCs, uh, formaldehyde was something that I tested for as well. I think I was okay with that. You're okay with that, yeah. And then particulates, you said, uh, I was okay with that too. What are particulates? What are we testing there? So particulates are particles in the air, small particles that we can't see. Uh, it's typically what makes up dust. So if you have dust that accumulates in your house, you more likely have a high particulate load because that's where it comes from. Now, when we analyze what's in dust, uh, we find some scary things. It's primarily made up of dead skin cells, insect parts, insect feces, uh, mold spores, bacteria, uh, broken down foams and fibers, pesticides, a whole range of different things that we don't really want to breathe in. Jesus. So I was okay with that, thank God. <laughs> yeah, because you have air filters going on. So yeah. You were, the air that you had was clean as far as particles go. Yeah, so uh, at least I got something right there. <laughs> By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to share a video of uh, that we recorded earlier with that machine and testing the air quality outside. Okay, as you can see, like the first thing you noticed was that you actually opened up the back door and you said, whoa. Like it smells like eggs, right? Like sewer. And then you yeah. got your meter and then you verify that it, uh, the quality of, uh, what was it called? Uh, hydrogen sulfide. Hydrogen sulfide was yeah. was high. So I'm in a unique situation where we could take care of my house. Can't really do anything about the environment outside. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I learned from you with what I was doing wrong, and I want my audience to learn from what I did wrong, was my AC units. I had it on auto where it was turning on, turning off. Why is that a bad idea? 
So when the AC unit turns off, it's nice and cold in there and we get condensation. And so when we actually opened up your unit, we saw water actually dripping down from the different um, the coils and the tubes in there. What happens is now we have water that's feeding the mold. So, and also in your case, the uh, filters weren't sealed up properly. So we were yeah. getting air that was going around the filters. And since you have mold spores in your house, those mold spores land on the coil. We have water. They have a nice damp place, and we're going to get mold growth. So, and we have mold growing on your coils as well. Fun. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> and then the other thing that we looked at was, well, actually, you told, you told me you got to leave the AC on on versus auto. So that way it continuously has the fan so we don't have that issue. So that's right, a tip. So kind of, it'll dry it out. Yeah. So, yep. So we don't have that moisture kind of lingering. So for my audience, like if you're using auto, switch to on and uh, don't make the mistake I made. Now, the question they're going to think, will my electric bill shoot up if I do that? Not a whole lot. No, no, just a little bit. A little not, bit. Not, nothing that'll make a big difference. Yeah. And another benefit to that too, is that we're going to be filtering the air more too. So make sure you have a good high quality filter in there. So you had like a Merv eight or yeah. seven in there, we can go all the way up to like a MERV 13 filter, which is going to pull more particles out of the air. There you go. So the MERV quality, that's the air filter. Mine was a seven or eight. Uh, Ryan said 13 is, is ideal for that. We haven't even touched upon the <laughs> EMF. We haven't even tested yet. We're going to do that yeah. next. So what are, what are some things going on with EMFs in the household uh, making us sick? So like someone like you that works from home, you have uh, your, all your technology here, you have the wireless router, you have a wireless keyboard and mouse, um, and then if you have wireless headphones or like AirPods, all these things that are really close proximity to the body for long amounts of time are going to give high exposure rates. And you have a story about... Uh Share the story with the refrigerator and the person who was having a whole bunch of health issues. Share that story. Yeah. So we had a client that called us up and very, very healthy family. And they just moved into this brand new home. And the daughter uh, was having some very strange neurological issues. And the whole family was just getting sick in general. But they called us out and we found that, one, that their air filter coming from the outside was the wrong size and it had a gap in it. So every time they had a storm... In Arizona, they got those dust storms that come through. They get really sick from that. But the daughter with the neurological issues, we found that her bed was right on the other side of the wall from where the refrigerator was. So the refrigerator has a pretty big motor, a compressor in the back. is what cools down the coolant. Every time that thing would kick on during the night, it would wake her up. She was wet in the bed. She was having night terrors, waking up dizzy. In fact, uh, the next day after the assessment, they had her lined up to go do some neurological testing on her brain because they just couldn't figure out what it was. Well, when we saw we had the high EMF levels, it was actually magnetic fields. We simply moved the bed to the other side of the wall and her symptoms haven't came back yet. That's incredible, dude. How many people are dealing with unexplainable symptoms? And it could be something as, I say simple, but it's not simple because you actually have to know what you're doing. And that's what Ryan does. Testmyhome.com is his website. You obviously fly out to, to homes and do this, but you also could do it uh, virtually, correct? Yeah. And we, we also have a kit that we put together that we can ship you out an oh, arrangement cool. of different meters and tools. And then I have like a 40 video training series, nice and easy step-by-step -step how to walk you through how to test yourself. So because I want people to know how to test their homes themselves, because this isn't just a one and done type deal. This is the rest of your life. You need to make sure that your home that you're living in is healthy. And so we provide the tools for you so that you can have these tools and the knowledge so that you can make sure that your home is healthy moving forward. Where's the best place to go learn more about that and, and your work? Is it just testmyhome.com or somewhere else? So we have a specific page for that, testmyhome.info. Testmyhome.info, we'll put that down below. But you're right, Ryan, because we spend the majority of our time at home, especially if you work from home. And so many more people are working from home with you know the COVID and all that. And uh, if your home is making you sick, like it is for me, this is probably the most important thing that is not spoken about. Mm. Like you're a pioneer for this, but you could eat all the healthy food you want and stay away from the bad fats that we speak about and do your intermittent fasting, which is all great. But if you are breathing in day in, day out, every single minute, toxic chemicals, you can't get well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Share more about that, why well, it's so and, important. You know, and it shouldn't be a pioneer type thing. It should be common knowledge. This is stuff that people should learn in, in high school, you know, how how to interact with your home. Everybody is going to live in a home. You're going to live in a building. We spend 90% of our lives inside of a closed-in space. 
So it's really important that we should know how to interact with that indoor environment. So important. Yeah. You mentioned AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about AirPods. This is going to be really alarming to a lot of people who use AirPods or any wireless ear, AirPods or earbuds. I remember a few years ago, I used to wear AirPods all the time. They're so easy, right? They look cool. You know, you got the Apple AirPods and I would wear them at the gym. I would clean my house with them and it'd be so easy. And then I came across some of the research Dr. Pampa shared with me about what it's doing. And I immediately stopped and I put back the wired headphones, but you've tested AirPods. I want you to explain what the safe limit is on that machine, what you're testing for and what AirPods register. So we want to be at 10 microwatts per meter squared or less. That's kind of the safe range where group of building biologists and there's there's a website uh, bioinitiative.org group of scientists where they say below this level we're pretty sure that it's safe for you you're not going to have any long-term effects from that that's at 10 now when we measured the airpods we're at 900,000 now what? keep in mind that 2 million range is when we can start and measure thermal rise of heat in the body which literally means you're cooking from the inside out so at 2.4 gigahertz which is the same frequency of airpods that's the same frequency that your microwave uses to cook food. And the reason that they use 2.4 gigahertz is because it's the most biologically active. It reacts with the water molecules and vibrates them so violently that it heats up your food. Now, unfortunately, or fortunately, we're made up of a majority of water. Yeah. So when we are exposing ourselves to these frequencies, we're causing a big interaction with the body. Oh, my gosh. So 10, you said, is the considered the upper limit for safety. 10 is what we like to see at less than 10. So 10 or less. So what was it, was it measuring again? 900,000. No, no, no. What, what, what units? Uh, microwatts. So 10 microwatts or less is ideal. Yes. When you measure the Apple AirPods, it was 900,000 microwatts. Correct. And at 2 million is when you begin to essentially cook right. something. Yeah. Uh, and that's right there. That's not too far from Pretty 2 close. million. Yeah. And if you think about it, Ryan, I see it all the time. And sometimes I want to say something, sometimes I don't. But UPS drivers, FedEx drivers, people who wear them all day long, what are they doing to themselves? They're cooking their brain cells, aren't they? They are. And a lot of it has to do with the proximity. Like You're literally inches from your brain. And it's at high levels. Here's something interesting. I've had, I've interviewed a lot of people, right? Uh, 600 plus episodes. So on Zoom uh, or a, vir a virtual podcast where I'll interview like somebody who's really smart, like a longevity expert, a scientist, and I get ready for them to hop on the virtual podcast and they have the AirPods in. And I'm like, damn, this is a, a longevity scientist who's wearing AirPods. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, should I say, if I know the person, I'll say something because I care about them. If I don't, I'm respectful, but it's perplexing, isn't it? It is. And they're missing a big piece of their overall health when they're missing out on the EMF. Because you said the proximity and then the duration of it, if you're wearing it all day long. So the solution would be go back to wired. Wired is safe. You've tested those. Right. Like, and with the testing and the things that I've seen and the improvements with people, I would rather have my kids smoke cigarettes than use AirPods. I really would. When I see kids walking around with AirPods, they might as well have a crack pipe in their mouth. Honestly, that's how I look at it. Wow. Like it's that dangerous. How do you handle it when you, it's say, let's say it's like... A family, uh, a friend of, of your family that comes over and their parents come over with their new, with their kid and their kid is wearing AirPods. Like, how would you, would you talk to their parents about that? I've learned doing what I do to not offer up information unless people ask okay. anymore because then I'm the weird one. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to be the weird guy anymore, but no, like if I care about them for sure, I'll try to say something. I'll say, you know, it's, there's better options for that. And it's going to have some long-term damage. Yeah. It's, it's sad to see. I mean, I see pregnant women wearing it. I see, of course, the UPS drivers and FedEx drivers. So wired is the way to go. You know, I know it's not as convenient. I get it. But I'm wearing my wired headphones. I just use the old Apple wired ones, right? Those are safe. And it's not just AirPods. It's all of those Bluetooth connected earbuds, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of the things that are make our lives more convenient. But unfortunately, the convenience comes at a price and that price is our health. Hey, Keto Camper, there's something that I do every single day to supercharge my mitochondria to help with inflammation and soreness from a workout, and that is the use of red light therapy. This is called photobiomodulation, and there's a ton of research that shows the benefits of near-infrared and red light therapy. The red light therapy that I use is from Bon Charge. I simply use it 10 to 20 minutes per day. It has both near-infrared and red light, 
And every single day when I use this, I feel ready to take on my day. So whether you're dealing with gut pain, joint inflammation, or you want to just supercharge your mitochondria, get your hands on a quality red light therapy device. And I highly recommend the one from Bond Charge. They hooked you all up for being a Keto Camp podcast listener with a 15% off coupon code. All you need to do, check out this product and all the wonderful products they have available is to go to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout to save 15% off your order. We will drop that link and coupon code in the podcast notes. Go check it out and let's get right back to this episode. So with the EMFs in the home, we haven't tested mine yet. We will test soon. After this uh, podcast, we, we were doing it before it got dark, but it's getting dark already. What are some tips for us to kind of, not necessarily EMF proof, but to mitigate the damage it's doing in our home? You know, I would say if, if you have electronics around you and you're not using them, turn them off. For example, at night when you don't need Wi-Fi, turn it off. Turn electronics off and then distance yourself. Those are the two biggest things. So instead of having uh, my phone in my pocket, mm-hmm. I'll have it over here on the counter or I'll have it on my desk uh, at arm's reach so it's not really really close to me because it's that proximity that really makes a difference. I heard that, and I don't know if there's any truth to this, but the distance that your phone should be away from you is about six feet. Is that true or is, is there not really anything So concrete? it dies off to the power of pi because it's a sphere. And so the further away you can get it, exponentially it drops off. Okay, so the further the better. So this obviously is better than here. And anytime my phone is in my pocket, it's on airplane mode. Like I, Smart. I yeah, I never had, and, and whenever I pick up the phone, I don't really talk on the phone, but it's on speakerphone, right? It's never to my head. That happens a lot too. There's a doctor, Dr. Aaron Keneally, who's a cancer doctor and cancer researcher. And I've interviewed her and I asked her about the problem with glioblastoma these days, right? Brain cancer and and how it's rising over and over and over. And I I do think there's a high correlation to like AirPods and all that, but also putting the phone to the head. And she told me that back in the 80s when she opened up her clinic, it was rare to see glioblastoma, brain cancer. She saw it only in these executive males who had those big brick phones. Now she sees it on a weekly basis in 21-year-olds, teenagers, and she could only believe that it's from our phones, that it's actually causing cancer in the brain. Yep. You believe that? Absolutely. You agree with that? Yeah. 100%. So you said, turn your router off at night. Great tip. Distance yourself from EMFs. uh, Great tip. Anything else there that we should be aware of with the, like, what about like smart meters and smart fridges and all those smart new technologies that are making things convenient for us? You know, hardwire as many of the things as you can. Smart meters, that's an interesting one because you get online and there's a big scare about smart meters. But from my testing, the smart meter is usually not the thing that's really affecting people. It's on the outside of your house. Now, unless your bed is maybe right on the other side of the wall, you could be getting some exposure from that. But it's the the devices that are around you the most. It's the devices that are in your laptop, your cell phone, the AirPods, the router. These are the things that are going to affect you the most. Yeah. So if you're in the habit of like charging your cell phone right next to your head at home when you're sleeping, don't do that. Charge. Mm-hmm. I charge mine downstairs when, my, when I'm sleeping upstairs. Now I have a different problem to deal with in my house, but at least I'm taking care of that until we test my EMF soon. Any other things we should be aware of in terms of what the house is doing to potentially make us sick that we missed? Uh, the chemicals that we're bringing into our house the, with the bug spray, but... Just the cosmetics that we're putting on our body, that we're actually putting on our skin, mm. uh, the personal care products, the cleaning supplies, and then what we're washing our clothes in, the laundry detergent. This is next to our body 24-7, the sheets that we're laying in. Make sure that all of this stuff is non-toxic and fragrance-free. And you can go on the EWG website. You can vet some of these products. But my rule of thumb is if you read the in- ingredient labels and you don't know what that product is or it doesn't make sense to you and there's a bunch of weird numbers and stuff, Probably best not to use it. Stick with the natural stuff. That's good advice. And on your website, testmyhome.com, you have uh, different products that you use and recommend and endorse. And I told you before, I'm just going to buy everything Ryan has because I know he's done the homework and researched it. So just buy what he has on his website in terms of products. But you're right. And what about our shoes? And let's say we walk outside on a field that has been sprayed with glyphosate and different things out there like poop from dogs. Are we tracking in some, some bad stuff into our homes that we wear our shoes in our house? Yeah, that's a really bad uh, American habit that we have that a lot of the rest of the world doesn't uh, subscribe to is 
wearing shoes inside the house. Like you mentioned, we walk through so many nasty things. You can fill up your car with gas and look on the ground. There's oil and spit and all kinds yeah. of nasty stuff. And you go into the bathroom. All that stuff's getting on your shoes. And then you walk inside your house, especially if you have little ones at home that are crawling around on the floor. Mm. They're getting that right inside their body. So take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. Yeah, do not wear outside shoes in your house. You did that here when you came here. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Just a habit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Some That's a, something that I want to get better at because sometimes I'll walk back home from walking my dog Ziggy and um, I'll like walk over there, then take off my shoes instead of doing it at the front. So I'm going to make sure I do that. You built a house in Idaho, your house, which is like this super healthy house. And uh, you were just showing me a video that uh, Kyle, our, our mutual friend, Kyle, Kyle got camera on YouTube, did a great video where he flew out to your house and explain what you guys did at your home to kind of showcase what you've done there. Yeah, we just kind of went through all the, the upgrades and the things we've done to optimize our house. You know, of course, first thing is getting rid of all the, the bad stuff, but then all the cool, fun stuff that we put into the house, the water filtration systems, the air filtration systems, the circadian rhythm lighting. We have kill switches that turn off the power at night for our sleeping areas. That's cool. Uh, the office is all hardwired. Uh, there's a whole range of different things you can do to really optimize your home, which in turn optimizes your health. That's so cool. Yeah, the video is awesome. Go watch it. We'll actually link it down below because it, it deserves a lot of views. It's really well done video. If you're um, going to build a house and you want to do it the right way, just model what Ryan has done at his home. Or if you want to upgrade your current home and make it a healthy home, watch the video. It's on Kyle Got Cameras uh, YouTube channel. We'll also link it down below. I want to close here on a couple things. I know there's somebody watching and listening who's like, what's the point? of like, my house is making me sick now. Come on, guys. I, I'm taking these supplements. Ben, I'm following you. I'm doing keto. And I'm doing carnivore and intermittent fasting. I'm doing all these things. Now you're telling me that I'm doomed because my house is killing me. How would you inspire that person to figure this out? And this is a big part, missing piece to the, the puzzle here. I think there's a lot of really easy things you can do that don't take a lot of effort that really you're going to get a lot of big impact from. And a lot of it comes down to, do you want more energy? Do you want more brain clarity? Do you want to live long? Do you want to not potentially have to deal with cancer down the road? These are all big things for me that I see with my clients that didn't think about this kind of stuff. And now I go into their homes later after they already have cancer. They already are really sick and now they can't go to work or they can't play with their kids. Hmm. And now we have to backtrack. And now, yeah, they might have been doing the diet. They're doing the fitness and they're doing the mental care, but they didn't pay attention to the environmental issues. And now their body is overloaded with toxins. And now we have to get them on a detox protocol and reverse a lot of that. And so if you can do this proactively, it's going to save you a lot of trouble in the long run. Yeah. Well, you, I mentioned that Einstein quote, right? Intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. Mm -hmm. So Ryan says, some, says something really important there. If you're feeling overwhelmed, because I imagine you are, look, I feel overwhelmed because this is happening to me, but I'm also, you know, I'm committed to getting healthy. So I will make sure I, I do whatever it takes. And I hope you all have the same mindset, but you, you said something really important there. Start with the low barrier items, mm -hmm. the low hanging fruit. You, maybe it's um, you turn off your Wi-Fi at night. Maybe it is you take off your shoes before you walk into the bedroom. Maybe it's getting a nice filter, air, air filter for your home. Maybe it's putting your AC on on instead of auto, right? Start there. See if you're getting better. And if you, you probably will. And then go from there and start getting the more aggressive items. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah. Another thing you can do too is, is, is how do you feel outside of your home? When you go to the beach, when you go hiking in the mountains, when you go out to the lake, do you feel better? If you do, that's probably a sign that there's something in your house that's causing that. Of course, I, I do. Mean, it's, it's good. It, you know, it feels good to go do that stuff and get outside anyways, <laughs> but there's a reason that you feel good. Yeah, I it definitely notice a difference personally. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, you know, now that I think about it, it's like, um, like the last couple of months, I've been having trouble focusing. I guess we could call it brain fog. I guess we could call it ADHD, but I, I'm a reader, right? You see all the books behind me and, you know, Sundays and the weekends are my day of like reading all day. And I've lately been having trouble staying focused on a book and, and like being engaged with the book where I just find myself distraction and not being able to retain information as, as closely as possible. And that obviously is mold related, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if uh, that's, you know, happening to me, it's what it's doing to other people. Yeah. And I, you know, I tell people too, like if you can get an extra hour or two of productive work out of your day, is that worth it to you? I mean, can you put a price on that? If you're um, and more time to spend with your kids, with your spouse, more time to have a side business. A lot of people, they get home, they're so tired, they just want to sit on the couch, yeah. they want to turn on TV, they want to scroll through Instagram. 
if you had that extra brain power, extra energy, what could you do with your life? You know, think about the possibilities with that. Well, I'm is that worth it? Yeah. Yes, it's worth it. I'm yeah. super excited for my possibilities because, you know, I already feel like I'm doing well with all that I'm doing, but, you know, take me out of this mold environment and watch out world, right? So I'm excited for myself personally, thanks to Ryan. You know, you're like the the person you love to see and yeah, sometimes hate to hear, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last question yeah. is around gratitude. I call it vitamin G. It's my favorite supplement in the world. It's just so incredible. I mean, we kind of did some gratitude here where we were playing some music and you were kind of in the flow state, but I want to ask you what you have vitamin G for today, Ryan. Man, I'm just thankful for my health. I'm thankful for the network and the community around me. I'm thankful to be a part of this community that is cares about health, that goes out and, and doesn't just say, let's just take a pill for this, that actually says, let's get to the root cause. Let's look at our diet. How can we optimize what the fuels we put in our body? How can we optimize our sleep? How can we optimize our fitness routine? How can we how can we look at mental care, which is gratitude, which is yeah. a big one? What, what can we be thankful for? And really, uh, those people that are doing that right now, I think are making a big difference in the world. And it's, it's really cool to be a part of that. Yeah, super cool, bro. I, I love our community. Is there anything that you want to make sure you share before we wrap this up that we might have missed? I don't know. I think we covered a lot. I think we did too. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'll let you know what I do <laughs> with my house. We're going to test the EMFs now. But if it was up to me, I'd say I'm I'm just moving out of this place. But, you know, the conversation with my fiance is a little bit different than what I would do. Ryan, share again your website, some resources for my audience to go check you out. Yeah, testmyhome.com is our website. We have a good Instagram channel. We yeah. post a lot of good stuff. It's at testmyhome, um, testmyhome.info for our remote testing kit. So if you want to learn about it yourself and get the tools, that's a good resource. Everybody check that out. We're going to put it down below in the notes. Ryan is the person... I send everybody to, you know, if I suspect somebody has an environmental issue, mold or whatever it is, go to testmyhome.com, go to testmyhome.com. Like you are the number one resource. So everybody, this is so valuable. Please share this with people, you know, share it with somebody who's having unexplainable symptoms, share it with somebody, you know, who uh, you walk into their house and you, you smell, it kind of smells uh, moldy, but you don't want to tell them. Maybe they could listen to this interview and they could discover it for themselves. But share the message and I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted on what I do with my home. But Ryan, thank you so much for making this happen. Ryan, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that life-changing episode with Ryan Blazer. As you can see, it inspired me so much to move. And I am going to take care of my situation. I hope you take care of yours. Ryan's website is testmyhome.com. We'll put a social media down below as well. Reach out to him. Let's discover if your home is making you sick. Please share this with somebody you know, maybe somebody who has a lot of symptoms and can't figure out why. This might be the root cause to why they don't feel well. Text them with the link or post it on social media. Please consider leaving the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review. And thank you for hearing my story. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with Ryan and myself. I have a lot of vitamin G for you, and I'll see you in the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.